Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T U N E S slash T O O N S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, yeah, we got Chris J. Alex in the house tonight. What up? Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How's everybody doing on the podcast, man? Yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, are, we are super excited. Yeah, we also got uh, Caleb Masters in the house from the Cinematropolis. What up, boy? Hey, how's it going, Harold? Thanks for the invite tonight. Super excited to talk with uh, you and Chris. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. So, Chris, it was kind of funny. Uh, we were just kind of chatting before, and you were like, how did we know each other? <laughs> and so it was just funny. Like, I realized I, th- I realized um, not long ago that uh, we were following each other, but I saw that you had worked on this new Spider-Man game uh, that came out this year, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, this is super cool. And so, yeah, that was kind of like, uh, I kind of wanted that to be the jumping off point. Like, uh, you know, how did that kind of come about, and, like, how did you... Uh, get to work on that game oh well so originally um i had a um, long story short i had started motion capture uh a long time ago through a buddy of mine ruben langdon he's the first guy who ever um did stuff and ruben you might know him from like you know he was dante from devil may cries kin mm-hmm. masters and you know yeah. when i first moved out to la i wanted to go to like this flip gym because that's you know i always wanted to you know uh you know do like movies and you know do fight scenes and stuff like that so um yeah uh this is the family show right you, you keep it pretty clean here or? uh you can do your whole right. you can say whatever okay. you think you need to well, say i'm not a sailor but you know you just want to <laughs> be cognizant of it i don't want to slip up too much but yeah um now nah, do your thing but yeah um i um i went to la valley college it's kind of like when i first moved out to la i was looking for a place you know to flip and 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 learn some cool stuff and be in movies and then um one of the first people I met was uh, Dan Southworth and Ruben Langdon, and um, I spoke a little bit of Japanese, so we had an affinity. Long story short, he ends up hiring me, uh, or he ends up giving me an audition uh, through Chris Zimmerman to work on uh, 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 the first Tomb Raider. So, motion capture. Oh, wow. Nice. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, not the first Tomb Raider, but it was Tomb Raider Underworld. That was my first game that I worked on. It was Tomb Raider Underworld. Gotcha. I did the motion capture for Zip. And uh, and that's funny because Chris Zimmerman, she was the first person to give me a job in 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 video games as far as motion capture, and she happened to be the uh, the casting director on uh, on on this particular Spider Man, which is kind of cool. Oh, yes. okay. So it kind of came full yeah, circle. Yeah, it, it there. came full circle, and um, and I originally. I was just started off doing stunts. You know, I, I had um I had always been somewhat, you know. Uh, I could always move fairly well. I picked up choreography pretty pretty well. So, you know, I would do stunt work on a couple of games. And I had did, um, like, God of War for a very, very, very long time. And then, wow. oh, yeah, I, I, was, nice. I, was, uh, I was the first person on that game. Um, so I did motion oh, capture wow. for Kratos. Um, oh, fantastic. What? Wow. That's, That's iconic role right there. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, the, the, the new one, the new one, not the uh, not the old one, the, not the original one. But the, the one that just the came out, that just this came year. out Yeah, I, we nice. worked on that for years. But um, wow. I, I would always do stuff on Sony stages and um, back when they were on Culver. But it's 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 always the same people. So you just you do motion capture and it's like it's always literally the same people. Like, you know, if you could work the shit out of a puppet, it's only a matter of time before a puppet show comes in town and you're going to work on the puppet show. So it's kind of like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a long story short. I've, I've always kind of worked on a lot of motion capture. This, that game that uh, that Sony has done just because I'm out of affinity for the guys on the set. And that's how I got on Spider-Man. I started off at stunts. And then uh, I actually went in an audition for Miles, which I was totally wrong for. <laughs> uh, Whoa! Which I was, <laughs> That'd have been dope. No, though. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad uh, they gave it to Nige. He said, no, no, no. He was way, <laughs> he was way better for. Like I'm too tall, and I don't know if I don't know if you've seen like the actor who played Spider Man, but Yuri, he's you know it it had been weird because yeah, Nige was perfect. <laughs> he's like for it. kind of like a teenager, a lot shorter, a lot younger. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's just a high difference between me. Like I'm actually taller than Yuri, the the actor who plays. Spider-Man and his motion capture. So yeah, it was it was yeah. very very good casting. It was very well cast. I'm glad Nash got it. But um, I ended up just you know picking up a, ca- a couple of days doing voiceover and some motion capture, and that's kind of how it all came into fruition. It's kind of like repeat work, you know. Repeat. That's business. cool. Well, well, yeah. 
what would, uh, if people were playing the game, what are like some of the roles that you were able to do and like, where would people like see you? So, um, it's kind of like Jim Henson where like, uh, it depends on, uh, a lot of, a lot of things take place to drive a character. So sometimes like, you know, if you, if there's a stunt sequence and then they need to, you know, um, they need, they might need this person to drive this character and this person drives character, character, like a lot of different people can do stuff. So, um, gotcha. So I think where you most prominently see me is um, where I well, I know it's me is um, is there was an E3 trailer that came out, which, uh, my God, we don't talk about that anymore. But uh, there's a, <laughs> and if you Google it, you know why. But, I, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but we um, I did stunts for for the Rhino. Yeah. So I did stunts for Rhino in that and that particular one. But. You know, um, I'm kind of peppered throughout the thing. It's kind of whenever they had like a stunt slash acting day and they just needed yeah. more people to come in. I would come in. I would, you know, do stuff and, and figure out how to just get the story and build the world. So That's cool, man. Yeah. That's a nice like that's a cool like way to be like ingrained into like throughout the game. Like you get to do a lot of a lot of these different things. Yeah, that's dope. It's really, really, really fun. And everybody was a dream to work with. I mean, everybody was awesome on it. Um uh, Steve O. Young was great as Mr. Negative. I spent a lot of time fighting him because, you know, he's <laughs> he's one of those actors that could just do his own stuff. Like, he's a badass for real. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it, was, it's, it was great to just kind of work on it. And it's, it's kind of just surreal because a group of people, there would be like maybe, maybe eight to 12 people in a room and they create this thing. And then you go and see the scale of it and it's like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Now, mind you, there's a there's a whole bunch of animators that, you know, that that work on it. It goes to a lot of hands. But as far as just like, you know, the motion capture, like on the day, it's like there's just a there's just a a handful of people on set. And then it goes through this huge process and then you see the scale of it. And uh, just to see that it's really, really rewarding. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's super cool. I'm just curious. Was there anything that differentiated uh, your process on the Spider-Man game from something like God of War or other video games you've uh, said you've worked on? Well, God of War, I got it on the ground floor. Like I, I, I was literally, to my knowledge, I was the first person on that game. Um, I remember auditioning for it uh, years ago. And it's back when I had a TV show in Australia called Save Point. Um, but... We went through the audition process and then literally um, it had to be maybe 2014. It was a long time ago. Like we and um, and I and that one is just you and being in so early in the process, you know, you really get a chance to um, we really get a chance to collaborate with the people who 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 make the game like and when i say mm-hmm. that they, who make choices on the lore you know right so wow. even just figuring cool. out how would kratos stand you know like he, oh now he's older and he's a little bit wise he's a dad you know how how would he stand and then just different stuff like make uh, most people won't know this but um you know the reason why you can recall the axe to my knowledge is um is because it was kind of a, a conversation that we had, like when we first realized that, okay, without Kratos, he has an, he has an ax. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, can you recall it? And then he was like, well, no, um, because we thought it'd be too much like Thor. And I'm like, no, but that's, you know, that'd be badass. We'll tell you what, yeah. why don't I just throw it? And then I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll make the mov- movement like this. And then that way you just have it. But if you like it, you can put it in. If not, you can just cut off the, the animation, you know? Because I think it would be really cool if you can recall that axe. And then that conversation and then seeing years later, you know, Kratos Holy recalls yeah. the axe. Like, is That's crazy. Nuts. That's insane. <laughs> yes, freaking, free, that, freaking freestyle that. That's, yeah. that's legit. So I'm just curious. Did you, so did you work? You, you talked about working with some of the, the, the game developers who worked on the game. Did you ever uh, work with Corey, the director, Corey Barlog uh, at all? I, I worked with Corey one day because mainly what we did was we, we did the... Uh, so Corey did, you know, the the directing for like he oversaw the acting part of it. Right. Whenever I came on, it was mainly like I worked with uh, with mainly directors. I mean, with mainly uh, you know animation directors. Like I worked with mm-hmm. uh, with Dory and Medi and those guys. Yeah. And then and and we would just kind of figure out you know what the movement was. So before before they even had you know voice on before um, Chris Hever came on, Chris Judge came on. You know, we were in the room figuring stuff out and mm-hmm. and and it was. 
we, yeah, we were, we were on that game a long time. But then after we kind of built like, you know, this is kind of how he runs, you know, these are some of his move sets and this is like his idol and capturing all those directions. Then later on, you know, the voice came on, then they cast the actors and then they actually, and they're in charge for, you know, the story arc and, mm-hmm. and making it great. And Chris Judge was amazing because it used to be Chris Carson. I mean, T.C. Carson. I love T.C. Carson. Like, it's great. But, you know, for the newer, or the new era of Kratos, I really think that, um, I really think Chris Judge nailed it, man. I liked it a lot. Like, like hey, the stuff they did. Yeah. yeah, incredible performance. And yeah. uh, I just, I think it's really cool, though, that you got to inject your own creative voice into the process. Because that axe throwing thing, man, that's like such an iconic, yeah. rewarding yeah. feeling. Every time you call that thing back, it just feels like it's so critical to the what makes the game work. Like, little thing, little touches like that. Well, it's crazy to hear it now, like, after the fact that that wasn't even, like, yeah because they were like no it's too close to throw i was like gosh let's just let's just capture it like that's legit uh, but yeah man i was on that thing a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time and then it's um and then the bigger bittersweet part of it is you know as actors you know we get into the business because we do like to be recognized for our work but ultimately you know um you know it's it's more about you know it's more about the property which is cool mm-hmm. but you know, like I said, you go into a room and there ain't nothing but like five or six guys and you do something and you see the scale of it and it's just like, oh, and I'm at E3 looking around like, oh, man, this is great. It's so sad. No one will ever know I had anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. It's kind of a yeah. bummer. Like your, right. your face really isn't on it, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah and, it, and well, and even so like that, you know, that's that's Chris Judge and rightfully so it is Chris Judge's performance. But as far as like, you know, all the fighting and the action mm-hmm. and the stuff. You know, it was a amalgamation be- between me and uh, Eric Jacobus, and uh, I think even Shad came in for a little bit. So there's, there's, there's you kind of like Jim Hansel and Cobble stuff together, but you know right, everybody yeah. contributes in this big way, and you know they're kind of the unsung heroes of it, and that's fine. But you know, it's it, it is a little bit you know it is a little bit disheartening when you see something so big in E3 and then you get in line to see what you did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and it's that's just the nature of the business, you know. And you know, and and I can't even speak for you know. And my job is easier compared to you know all the animators that have to go in there. These teams of yeah. people that you know yeah, that stitch the eyebrow, that do this painstaking work. Because I'm only there for a day, for for literally years and thousands mm-hmm. of hours. And then you know they got to wait in line too. So it's just like at yeah. the end of the day, you know, you, you can't really complain too much. But we all kind of just. We we sack up and we do this we, we do this thing and we crunch and then and then one day it's done and then you're like huh wow yeah it's like <laughs> a labor of love for sure I guess it's just that like the nature life. of like uh, the nature of me being green to it maybe like I don't really I thought it was I thought everything is like especially with like uh, motion capture I think everything's like like Andy Circus you know he just goes out and does everything and then he's the face of it but it just really sounds like it's like it's more of like so much more of like a collaborative effort so yeah it is it's a like actually it's like acting and then like you also do voice acting so it's kind of like you know there's like like all kinds of facets that go into it yeah yeah and it's just like it's just like on camera work you know i mean you know you know people can do these incredible performances but you know, if if the focus is off, or you know the lights are if the bad, lighting is bad, or you know the director is is bad, you know it takes a lot of moving people, a lot of moving pieces to make this puzzle, and you know a lot of people go unnoticed, and it is thankless for some, and then there's uh, a few select people that get to go out to that limelight and and then you know really you know have their face attached to something, but you know so I mean it gives me it gives me a reason to not complain because I'm like. Eh. I mean, because there's a ton of people that don't get, you know, they don't get the the recognition for hard work that they did that was absolutely essential to their doing it, you know. But, you know, but me, I got into acting because, you know, I want to be recognized for my work. And I'm a little vain. Yeah, I like, I fucking like being seen in cool <laughs> shit. So, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because uh, it kind of leads me to, to a question I had, which was just generally like, when did you decide that you wanted to pursue a career in acting? Oh, I, I'm second gen. I knew, I knew it was going to be entertainment. Um, I, um, my mother, she was a musician and, um, and from there, you know, it kind of just drilled in my head. We were always being primed for show business, you know, whether it be music or on camera and, um, I music was my first job. I moved out to New York 
and the situation that didn't quite work out. Then I went indie in Michigan, hit a plateau there, and I was like, okay, uh, I got to do something. Kind of tired of winners, New York and L.A. Let's let's go to L.A. And then, you know, there were more opportunities for me acting just because I it, I just took off quicker. So, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So I'm just curious because you've got a lot of experience doing a lot of different types of acting. Of course, you've got the, the motion capture and the voice acting. What would you talk? Uh, how would you kind of describe the difference between voice doing voice acting uh, for, for a video game, for instance, versus doing one for like an animated series or an anime? Oh, OK. All right, well, that's, that is some inside baseball questions there. OK. All right. <laughs> uh, let's let's tackle this hard hitting okay. questions here. OK, so um. Most of the time, um, it, it, and if I'm yelling, let me know. <laughs> I, I get excited. <laughs> now you're, um, you're good. But most of the time, it depends on the tone of the show. Um, sometimes with animation, like say you're doing like uh, say you're doing like a, like Thundercats, like the tone of that's going to be completely different than you know than if you did like a video game, which is kind of like The Last of Us. It's very serious. It's very you know. Um, it's very you know real to life as opposed to you know an animated series. It might be a little more heightened. So it all it all kind of depends. Um, the tone is going to change, and um, you know the feel and how you read is going to change. Also, the difference between doing anime and doing original animation is, you know, for anime, you know, the uh, the performance has already been captured by the original actors. It's already been animated, so you kind of locked into their timing. They're kind of somewhat locked into their tone. So um, mm. that's kind of the different with anime as opposed to you know. Uh, video games, you have a lot more freedom, especially if you're doing performance capture, you get to embody, like, you really get to, you know, make those choices as far as, like, pace and, and you know, the the flavor of the character and how you deliver. You really get a, a lot of chance. And then animation, uh, it just depends on how far in the process you are. You may be locked into timing, and, and it's more technical. This is more of a technical, technical answer. But you may be locked into pacing, you may be locked into stuff, or if it just hasn't been animated at all, you have complete freedom to do what it is you want within the confines of the show because then they can animate to you, which is good. But yeah. I will say the difference between acting in front of a camera and acting for voiceover is a lot of those tools that you that you can use, like, you know, your face and like, you know, the way you look or just certain things you, you can't do that. You have to be like, if you're going to, if you're going to look at someone a certain way, if it's voiceover, you kind of have to voice, what would that sound like? Yeah. Like, but what audibly, what does it, what does that translate as of me rolling my eyes? So some of that, some of those tools get taken away. So I guess that would be the difference. That's cool though, man. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to ask you about some of the roles that you, uh, you'd gotten to do as far as like in animation. And so you'd kind of mentioned like your Thundercats, like how did that kind of, did you just try out for that new Thundercats or did you know someone like, how did that kind of come about? Uh, yeah. So, um, I can't really, really talk too much about Thundercats, but I will tell you that, um, uh, just cause it's not out and you know, yeah, yeah. I don't no, want, yeah, cool. I don't want the Spider-Man thing to happen again. I'll explain <laughs> my, what happened. What happened was, um, on set, no one had said that that character was a secret character. Like, nobody said it. Um, and, you know, and we don't talk about anything until after it's come out. That's the rule of thumb. So right. when I saw the trailer at E3, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, that's cool. I can talk about this. The trailer's yeah. out and we're good. But uh, I watched it with the sound off. <laughs> and then... Um, um, and then, you know, when I was explaining some details about fighting logistics, um, I did not realize that one of the characters had not been announced yet. Ah. And then. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then my uh, my agent called me. She was like, yeah, you, you got to. Do you do the interview? Yeah. Can you have him take that down? You might need a lawyer. I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> but, not the lawyers. <laughs> yeah. But then I watched the trailer and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, because I was on set. I heard two different versions. I heard him say something, something, something. And then I heard him say you. And I was like, and I put two and two together. I was like, oh, crap. I didn't think. OK, so then I went back and watched the trailer. I was like, OK, please say the name. Please say the name. And he's like, you. I'm like, oh, crap. So long story short, oh, uh, that's how that happened. But no one had said that that was a 
a, a secret character. And even still, I didn't, I didn't, I don't talk about the minutiae of the games because, like I said, we try to, we, 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 we've stayed broad unless you've had media training or you've been clear to to speak on things. And even after the games come out, like I still don't speak on certain things because you don't want to spoil things. But right, yeah, nobody right. had told me that specific character was, you know, was a secret character um, or, or he hadn't been revealed. So there's there was kind of really no way to, to know that unless you followed the trend entirely. Yeah, mm. but uh, yeah. Anyway, that but that that's that's that story, and you and I literally just didn't say anything about it. To, I was like, I'm gonna wait till this thing to blow over. I'm not saying shit. I'm staying out of social media. <laughs> Fuck, Don't bring any shit. attention to it, man. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but now that the game is out, and it was, and if, to me, it's like it's kind of obvious. Like, okay, that's like yeah. that's like a Batman game and saying the Joker's, you know, and secret. It, yeah. Like what? That, that's a Joker. Stop. Like. But anyway, long story short, like nobody had said that. And me explaining how we were fighting and then me naming like a couple of people inadvertently like, that we were fighting and the challenges of fighting people at different heights. That's kind yeah. of how that happened. So there you go. That's now, crazy. I'm sorry. Now yeah. let's go back to the question that you asked me. I didn't, I'm sorry. I wanted to <laughs> make well, thanks sure. For, that, no, man. Thanks that's for that. Good to get the little yeah. background there. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and uh, yep, that's the thing. So, uh, and and all right, so what was what was the other question you, you said? I, I didn't want to. Oh, just like whatever you can talk about about like uh, being able to get the opportunity to work on this new Thundercats. Oh, so yeah, I just straight up auditioned for it. Uh, just oh, I got nice. Yeah, I got uh, Yeah, no, they, no one gives you anything. Um, I think the only time that I ever got a job from um, from knowing somebody and and then, and I didn't even really know him that way well um back when MySpace was a thing I was oh, I was always hustling so you know uh yeah. I pay attention you and to Tom credits. man huh yeah you got it <laughs> you and Tom yeah Tom was my homie uh he was everybody's homie <laughs> and you, you, whether you liked it or not you didn't have a choice yeah yeah but um <laughs> but uh, I, I always watched the credits you know and I always look for angles like I'm very good at upselling yeah so when I first got my voiceover demo, you know, I was I like the boondocks. I was like, I want to get on that show. So I saw who oh, some yeah. of the producers were. And then I were on, that's all like, you know, there was a couple on, on MySpace. So I sent him a, a direct message and like, yeah, this is my demo, blah, 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 blah. And then I got a phone call. He's like, hey, how you doing? This is Carl Jones. I'm the producer over at the boondocks. We heard your demo. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> like, yeah, fucking right. I was like, okay. Mr. No, I th- no, I, I don't think he, he he messaged me back, and then I called the number. He's like, "Yeah, man, da, 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 we checked out your stuff." And I was like, "Oh, okay, sure." Uh. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, I was like one of your friends fucking with you or something. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah. Well, first of all, I was like, first of all, it's hella creepy that you found out I, I text this guy or that I, <laughs> that right. I messaged this person. But then I looked on the uh, credits and I was like, "Oh shit, for real!" Oh, it's this the dude. The guy. It's, it's Carl Jones, <laughs> and yo, dude came to my house. And what? he can't. Yeah, that's dreams come true. It's hustle hard. Yeah. That shit works. Um, yeah, <laughs> dude, it came to my house, and I remember uh, my ex-wife at the time. Um, I mean, the, my wife at the time. Who I was okay, married. Okay. I was married. Um, yeah, yeah. And she had made. We had. She, uh, she was Japanese. She made him like some Japanese food, and I remember this little SpongeBob SquarePants ta- uh, table that we had, and everybody just just sat down, and we they pulled up some rug because we didn't have no furniture. It was a hella small apartment. He came in, he's Dang. like, yeah, man, um, we really like your stuff, da-da-da-da-da. And I've got this That's role awesome. who uh, we wanted we wanted this actor to do it, but he might not be available or he might not do it. So, you know, if you wanted, if you want to try out for it or, you know, we, we might keep you in mind for it. I'm like, all right, cool. So then long story short, he called me and that was my first thing ever. Wow. Um, yeah, so, man. That yeah, is amazing, Yeah, man. so uh, that shit, why do you think I'm online right now? <laughs> yeah, that, shit, that shit matters man um you'd be surprised when you reach out to people the response you get and you know because they're all people anyway but long story short right. i think that's the only time that and even still um i had the, I, I i had some skill like I'm, I'm not trying to black but i'm just saying like i had the skill set in order to work even though i was green i did have the skill set to to work so i feel like mm-hmm. if you work hard towards something and you have a skill set Go ahead and reach out. You have to because a closed mouth do not get fed, and you will be surprised. That's true. The man. opportunities that you get when you mm-hmm. you know when you ask for things, but you're ready for them. <laughs> right, Don't yeah. ask for shit you ain't ready for. But, right. Yeah. 
But yeah, I just auditioned for that straight up and I was elated. I, they called me, my agency called me on my birthday. And oh, that's nice. amazing. Yeah, it, it was funny because- Happy birthday, you got it. <laughs> no, they didn't, no, here's a, the here's a funny thing. They didn't even realize it was my birthday because they oh, called what? me. Yeah, they called me, they was like, they was like hey, da, 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 da. we're all here on the phone. And I'm like, oh, y'all called me for my birthday. And they was like- <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna sing happy birthday to you. <laughs> they was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah, totally totally your birthday. And by the way, you got Thundercats. And I, I must have screamed so loud. I was driving. I oh, man. I screamed like a little girl. Like uh, That's I iconic, was, man. Like, yeah, man. I was beside You grow up myself. watching that? Like, you grow up and, like, looking up to people like Panthro and Lion-O, and then you're getting to play one of them? Like, that's insane. And then here's the thing. After... After, you know, you get the job, the, some of the people you come in and, and that, you know, because they record, it's, I mean, it's a big show. It's Warner. You know, some of the people that come in and then they do stuff on the show, the guest cast, they're like legends in the game. And you're like, oh, mm. sh- sh- oh I got to perform next to them. Oh, oh, <laughs> right? I like, <laughs> yeah. have my shit together. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just curious. Um, and uh, I don't know if this is industry secrets or not, but I know back in the day, uh, I Batman the animated series they used to get all the voice actors in the same space to record ensemble record yeah is that is that something that's still a common practice or is it more like individual sound booths it depends on the show it depends on the show I, I can't go into detail until uh, about my about you know that one until I've been you know just because I want to be double double sure but it just depends <laughs> on the show I I have done ensemble records before and I will say they are much more fun I I prefer <laughs> I bet, yeah yeah Oh my gosh! It's and then and then it's just a lot of the animation guys. They're just they're just really really funny and they're good on their toes and they got some of the best improv. It's it's really fun. It's it's fun and it's like it's kind of like paid class too because you're like oh wow that was cool I love how we turned this let me do it oh I'm still I'm definitely stealing that on my next show so <laughs> yeah is, yeah put that is, in the back pocket real oh quick. my gosh I, I jacked so much shit I'm like oh <laughs> that was good <laughs> I was oh I'm stealing that and I'll yes. go, yeah you throw stuff in auditions and stuff but yeah it's 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 great uh so I'm just curious Harold mentioned you know um working on a show with iconic characters uh, like Thundercats. You also voiced uh, an iconic role of Lando Calrissian in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, I uh, actually didn't voice him. I did. Uh, so oh. what happened was originally um, uh, I was working with Tom Keegan, a director on another thing. And then he called me in and he was like, hey, you know, how are you doing our, our iconic characters? And I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty. I mean, I like to think I'm confident. I was like, I'm more than happy to audition for it. So then I got it. And um, I think what happened was, I don't want to go into the minutia because, like I said, I don't know who did sign with what. But originally, um, when I went into it, you know, there was no, there wasn't any scratch. And um, and as of me recording there, um, I didn't, I don't know if they had a, uh, I don't know if they had an offer out to, to um, Billy D or whatever. But, you know, I actually went in and we did full performance capture and then. You know, I did all the lines. I did everything. And then mm-hmm. I think later on, they went back and then Billy D actually voiced it. So that is actually Billy D. Williams. So me and Billy, me. So it was just an honor to be able to just, you know, uh, act. And it was, I was, it was damn close. Like, you know, even when I was recording, I thought that I could, they might not even, you know, need to get anybody else to do it. But I mean, it's Billy D's role. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't. He's the coolest out, guy in the universe. What can you do? Billy D, uh, Billy, like, he is Lando. Like, that's his character. Yes. So <laughs> it was just an honor to step in his shoes, even for a little bit, if I could, you know, just even be a, a, a template for that. But all the motion is me. But that is, that is the original the original uh, Billy D. Williams, but Billy D. Williams. Yeah. that's awesome. Uh, yeah, very cool. I'm just curious though. Did you uh, did you feel like a lot of pressure whenever you got cast in that role? Like whenever you're like, oh, this is Lando Calrissian. Even if you didn't end up voicing it, you went into the audition or you went into the performance thinking, you know, I'm working like the character. Like I, I can't fuck this up. Absolutely not. I, I'm absolutely not. I mean, and this level in the game, there's so much pressure just in a regular audition that you mm. really you really get used to it. Fair enough. You're like, yeah, like you're. Every day you wake up, it's the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am used to the pressure that, you know, if you do not perform your job, 
exceptionally well. Another motherfucker that looks just like you will be there in 20 minutes <laughs> in a wardrobe. And yeah. you have that all the time. It's like, and that, and it's happened a couple of times where it's like, you know, I would, I would do a role. Like, uh, I think I got recast like twice, like in my career. And it, and yeah. it hurt. But, um, but it happens. And, you know, everybody gets recast, you know, especially in voiceover. So that's why it's like, I never celebrate until it's on TV and it's out there and they can't take it back. Because it's like, yeah, 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 I'm this character today, but let's see when it comes out. Because I've, I've went in, I've done sessions, and then I'll see the trailer, and I'm like, oh, well, well, that doesn't sound like me. Oh, that's not me. So, oh man, that's crunchy. It, that sucks. it happens. It happens. So that's why it's like, and it's nothing personal. Because at the end of the day, is you know they spend millions of dollars on these things, you know, um, and they want to get it right. So mm-hmm. they have. Uh, they have uh, a fiduciary responsibility to make the the best possible product they can, and that has nothing to do with the actor. It, it, it does, you know, to a to a certain sport, uh, point, but I yeah. I don't take it personally. Like, because if I was on the other end of that, and all my money was going into it, I'm producing on a show. Like, we have to create the best possible thing. This actor may not mm-hmm. fit in this role as we thought, or are th- maybe the model will change, but. Because that's what happened to me on a couple of things. Like, um, like I think I went in for uh, Spec Ops, which was like my first thing. And it was me, Andrew Casino, and Nolan North. You know, Nathan Drake himself. Oh, so, wow. Nolan North. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was huge. And then uh, I remember, like, this was the first, like, leading role game that I ever had. And then they brought out the script. And I thought it was, I thought they were joking at first. Like, I, I it, it, like, brought up something this thick. And I'm, I was like, <laughs> that's weird. But they was like, yeah, so... This is for this session. And oh, I was like, oh, God, my damn. God. And we got through it. And like, yeah, all right, cool. Congrats. All right. All right. So Nolan, you're right. Blah, blah, blah. CJ, can you stay back? We need you to do maybe a, a couple of the characters. I was like, all right, cool. And then they brought out another one. Oh, what? Oh, was man. Almost, I never forget. I was like, what the? And I, I remember, <laughs> I remember <laughs> visibly looking at my face like, oh, my God. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And it was all like damn near yelling, like a, oh, a fucking man. script of yelling. But I mean, that was one of my first gigs, and I've, I've I've since learned, you know, how to save yourself a little bit. But you know, you kind of just got to go for blood on games. But um, yeah, um, I don't get attached at all because you never know; things can change. That's true, man. We yeah. all take L's, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody takes an L sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I've taken enough L. So when you ask me about when you ask me about pressure, I'm like, <laughs> no, not not at this level of the game. I've yeah. I'm, I've I've gotten I've gotten comfortable in my gasoline draws. That uh, fire burn. Yeah. Well, they uh, there's so many like um, there's a lot of cartoons out right now, like a lot of animation that's very like forward thinking, uh, progressive. And one of the things Steven I want to ask Universe. you about. The, yeah, man. He already there knew what is, I was going to ask is. him about. Steven Universe. <laughs> man, I went back on Steven Universe back when, like, and it was weird because um, the, uh, you know, the um, the tone of that show is, is so, is so different. Like, it's 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 unlike anything else. So I remember my first couple of records, and I was, I was doing that, like, back when the show started, and there was, like, no, literally no one had ever heard of it. And then, um, and then long story short, I... I would see like one cosplayer. I was like, "Oh my god, Steven Universe!" Like, cool. And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "It's kind of like in this club." I was like, okay, there's like one Steven Universe guy. And then I would go every year, and there'd be a couple more Stevens. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> wildfire! And they're like everywhere. Like, it just blew up. Yeah, yeah. This thing blew up. And but um, yeah, I was I was on Steven very 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 early on, um, and now it blew up into this awesome thing but yeah a lot of i mean that's kind of that that one that one definitely uh blazed some trails that was the first cartoon of its kind and uh yeah they 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 gained some miles on that one it was really cool yeah i never uh i i heard about it through a friend i'd never seen it mm-hmm. and he was telling me it was started off as a joke because he told me that i should cosplay as him because i'm kind of a chunky guy and i was like you know what that is i saw he showed me a picture of the character i was like that does kind of look like you need that perm no yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly and so i was just like laughing like oh yeah this is kind of a goofy little cartoon and so i watched it and i was just like holy shit this is for kids yeah i was like god damn yeah 
Yeah, they go there, man. But it's pretty intense, man. Like, uh, do you feel? Do you see? Do you feel like there's a lot of differences when you do like a show like that versus like, you know, something else like more like in the anime realm, like uh, JoJo's or something like that that you worked on? Uh, so here's the thing, man. It, it's it really just depends on the show. I mean, just anime for itself is very. I mean, that's that can get that can get racy, like you know, or you know, anime. Um, so I've heard. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like a, there's like one or two that you know. I think you can see a boob. Um, but, a boob. Yeah, it's just a deep. But uh, yeah, um, it just all depends on the show. It really it really depends on the show and. A lot of the times, um, like something like Steven, you know, when it was first early out, you know, you really, we really had no sense of, of tone and you, you kind of just really had to rely heavily on your directors because, you know, back when we were recording, you know, there wasn't, it hadn't been animated. So there was really, you know, you just kind of have to go for it. But um, as far as like the differences and... Uh, yeah, it just depends on the show. Um, it really depends on the show. And if you've read enough script, you can kind of get a sense through the writing um, of, of kind of what the tone is and what the show is. But, yeah, it just depends. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's, I've always kind of wondered just because, like, I have one friend that's, you know, working to become a voice actor, so I kind of hear his experience, but just, like, hearing from it, hearing about it from someone that's been in multiple things and on multiple gigs, it's, it's cool to kind of get that, like, like you're saying inside baseball on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it's funny because the more you do, the more you just get. And then sometimes you won't even have contacts, um, you know, especially if it's a game that's close to guarded, like, okay, this is scenario, blah, blah, blah. This is kind of what's going on and act. So a lot of those, a lot of those tidbits that you get as an actor, like, you know, what are their relations and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you'll get it on a very good day, but sometimes it's just kind of like, uh, this is a scenario. We can't tell you all that stuff. Uh, redacted, redacted, redacted in Diego. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're just like, you just basically get just the scenario and act it out. And yeah. we have to let you, do you, do you feel like you have to re- uh, lean a lot he- more heavily on the directors and the, and the, and those scenarios? You have to, because you literally, um, without director, you have no idea what's going on. Um, you might, if you're lucky, you'll get a piece of the artwork, a synopsis of the character, the kind of the situations, and then you go. And then you know, a lot of time you don't even see this stuff until you're recording. So like, oh, well, it's kind of like this. Da, 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 da. Uh, That's go crazy. this and then go. Yeah. So um, it's it's difficult and challenging like work, blind, but it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but people who are really good at it are really good at it doing. So that's why you'll see people with 300 credits, 400 credits, because they just get the work, and it's like, oh, and they they just yeah. go from show to show to show to show. That's crazy. So I'm just yeah. curious, and uh, you mentioning that, well, you know, you get a friend who's working on voice acting. Uh, do you have any advice you would offer to uh, folks out there who are interested in getting a start in voice acting or mocap work? Buy gear. Buy gear. <laughs> get a way to record yourself that is good, that sounds good if you have a closet, but for, you can't do anything without gear. It's just the business moves too fast without it without you having a setup to to audition on and, and, and send your stuff in. So uh, buy gear, uh, spend hours on YouTube, learn how to how to cut your demo, get Pro Tools um, because it's amazing and it'll save you time. And um, and pay attention to the end credits and, and market yourself. You kind of got to be where the work is, but you have to market yourself. That's the main thing. Like you, if you, you, you have to be good, you got to put the time in. But after all that's said and done, you could be incredibly talented and never get a break. And, and it happens a lot because people confuse being busy with being effective. You really have to, you know, go after it. And if and if you're the type of person where it's like, oh, well, I kind of want to do this. If someone can talk you out of it, it's not for you. Because it's, it's too, true. Yeah. it's too fucking hard to get it. I mean, think about it like this. All right. So think about it like this. Imagine you uh, maybe you you play basketball really, really, really well, right? You play basketball awesome, right? And then there's Michael Jordan, you know, or there's right. LeBron James or somebody. Okay, so the first day that you sign up with an agency, or they're like, okay, we're gonna put you, we're gonna put you in voiceover. You are now competing against Michael Jordan for the same exact pay. Good luck. <laughs> the people you grew up and listened to, all that you you are competing with him. You know, if they Man. sound somewhat like you, yeah, you're competing with them. 
out of the gate for the same pay. Good That's luck. That's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. if you Super don't, competitive, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. I remember the first conversation I had with my agent. She was like, okay, look, welcome to Osbreak. Now, if you don't book something <laughs> for a year, don't be mad. Don't, I mean, don't, don't be upset, but that's just kind of how stiff the competition is. Man. But uh, luckily it didn't take a year. It didn't, it didn't take any, anywhere. You know, I, I, I um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I, you know, can work my angles and, you know, and I'm, I'm decent and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's competitive as hell. I mean, you think about it like this. I mean, just for a big role, you know, you you probably auditioning against like what maybe like we'll I'll even skew it on the low end we'll say maybe two hundred people two hundred people two hundred people for character and I'm being very I'm I'm being generous because like lowballing it yeah I'm being very generous because you know you get a breakdown for a character you you imagine that goes out to every voiceover agency and then everybody who fits that category they'll read for it and then. You know, whoever has to listen to auditions, they'll listen, they'll listen, listen, and then they'll bring the select to the casting director, and the casting director will pick their people, and then they'll mm-hmm. bring their select to the creative. So it's whittling it, is, it down every, yeah. every round. Yeah, yeah. Even, even just to say hi, my name is Bob on TV. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Stay, I mean, you're you're up against two thousand people, man. Like, that's... and that's for on camera. Just to say hi, my name is Bob. You're up against two thousand people. Like, all there's two thousand pictures, maybe first mission, maybe five. Maybe maybe let's say thirty people get an audition, maybe five get a callback, and one gets a job. It, the numbers are staggering. So it's that's insane. Yeah, we live we live in this in the in a in a margin that's uh, a centimeter thick, and that's what I'm saying. If you can do anything to up your potential, like go ahead and get it. You know. So yeah, that's yeah, great if, advice, if, I think. yeah. Yeah. If, if someone can talk you out of it, the shit is not for you. Period. <laughs> like, nah. yeah, yeah. You can't be half in and just be trying to like, yeah. You know, acting like that's like your thing. Like, you can't just. You definitely can't half-ass it. Yeah, like. you can. You just. You probably just won't work very long. Yeah, you won't work. Yeah, <laughs> you won't get fed. <laughs> yeah, you might. You might. You might. Um, you might. You know, get lucky on a job too. But I mean, as far as SAG actors, two percent of our union works. Just two. Yeah. Out of a hundred SAG actors, out of a hundred SAG actors, only two percent work. Like consistently to to pay their bills. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm just curious. Uh, kind of moving on to my next question. Uh, if you could work with anybody, so it could be a, a film, it could be a video game, or an animated fo- uh, project. Who is someone you would like to work with? Could be a director, an actor, if you have any, like, or even a top three. Uh, Shane Black for sure. Um. That's funny. I know a lot of I know a lot of these people right now. Um, um, I would like to work with. You know, now it's it's kind of different because I, I, your friends. I mean, your your you're the people you look up to really become your peers. Um, mm. um, it would be dope to work with. I mean, these are cats I already know though. It would be dope to work with Chad Stahowski. Um, he's a director for John Wick. Uh, nice. But oh, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I fucking I I used it's funny because I, he has this thing called eighty seven eleven. It's him, David Leach, and um, yeah. and David Leach he directed Atomic Blonde as well yeah. as Deadpool two. But right. uh, they have this acting design team, and then you know they were always train guys. So I mean, for a good three months, I would go to to his place, and I would drill. I would do judo with him. Like the director from John wow. Wick. Wow, like, that's that's yeah, it's nuts. That's badass. Like yo, that's insane. He's a real dude. He will fuck you up. Like <laughs> he's um, a real one. I'm not even joking. Like yeah, and I know what they put those actors through. Keanu will fuck you up. Like <laughs> for real. Like like yeah. Like they 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 are real dudes down there. But him, um, it'd be dope to work with David Lynch. I'd love to work with Tim Miller again. Um, um, these are just people I know, but I I wanna I, I I would like to work with them, and this is why I I I put myself in the in in the way of people. Um, uh, I would love to work with West Ball again. I would love to work with. Uh, I would work love to work with Cameron. Mm. I would love to work with Cameron just because I mean. 
I think out of that dude's accomplishment, like directing is like it just happens to be one of the things he does. But right. he's probably the single greatest explorer of our generation. Like that dude is. Yeah, just if you did you see like the documentary about how he went to the Marianas Trench and shit like that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. James Cameron, yeah, the, the guy a, who like directs as a side gig because he's yeah, he's off digging at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> nuts, like the stuff they engineered yeah. for. Yeah, like just to, like if I could just be cool with that dude and just have some conversation, like huh. dude, that is cool. What the? How the? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> fun fact about him: uh, he's married to a lady from Oklahoma City. Is he? Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we keep it we keep it real here. We got the honeys unlocked. You got oh, the honeys oh, unlocked. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So okay, yeah. I might have to check out Oklahoma City. <laughs> well, uh, kind of building off of uh, Caleb's question, I was kind of wondering um, what's some stuff that you're working on this uh, getting ready to drop. Funny you should ask. I just happen to have my IMDb. Yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, uh, I've Days Gone is coming out. Uh, mm. Call of Duty, that's coming out. Uh, City of Lies is completed. I don't know if that's going to come out, but let's hope. All oh, that's hope. Yeah, say fingers, fingers crossed, crossed over here for you. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. Uh, uh, Thundercats, World of Warcraft, I think that came out. Uh, I think that is it for now. Oh, and there's a couple other animated things I can't talk about, but be sure to check Ooh. out that. Uh, Stunts in the Last of Us. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah, Last of Us yeah. Two. That's exciting. Yeah, I, I just curious. Um, and I know you, you kind of you touched on this a little bit earlier when you were talking about your work on God of War. What is that like? Because Days Gone, you mentioned that that game has been in development forever. Um, what is that like to have worked on something that comes out like four or five years down the road? You get used to it. You, you get used <laughs> to it. Um, Hurry up and there's, wait. Literally, there's literally there's literally stuff I've done a long time ago. They're just like oh, I don't know when that's coming out. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody might hit you. Like like City of Lies, I had done that uh, maybe about a year ago, maybe a year and a half. I'm not thinking. And then all wow. of a sudden, um, my boy was like, yo, you in the trailer. I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, oh, sweet. <laughs> I forgot I, I did that. remember. Yeah, but like, especially with video games, like, like when back when I was on Spider-Man, I had no idea it was going to be that big, like. I was just like, oh, well, here's another. Oh, cool, I'll make my uh, make my money here, have some fun, play with the guy, play with the, the the homies, and you know, jump around, flip around. Okay, and we leave, and we go home. <laughs> and then, and then today happens, and then it's like, oh, that is that is big. So yeah, I'm used to it now. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'm sure it kind kind of comes with the territory of just like having it happen to you so much and doing so much. And then there's the other end of it, uh, the, you know, the anxiety part where it's like, you know, you do something really cool and then you're like, oh, I hope this comes out. Oh, I hope it's yeah. still me when it comes <laughs> oh, out. Oh, man. Oh, I hope they didn't cut my scene. Oh, I hope that, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I li- like when I, uh, when I did Captain America, I literally I had the, the thing in the beginning where they throw the, the truck at me and I was mm. just like, oh, man, that was cool. You know, uh, we shot two days with, uh, with, with Anthony Russo. Oh, and nice. Atlanta. And I, and I all the time was thinking like, well, I don't know. They're going to keep that part. Am I going to see my face? Well, I, I just hope. Blah, blah, blah. And then you can only hope. And then the movie comes out. And then every now and then you get to see yourself. You're like, oh, that's great. But, that is so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Ah, that has to be so crazy. Yeah. yeah that's why I was like, man, I, I really hope City of Lies comes out. I mean, I, I can't talk about the details. Well, we're pulling for you, man. We hope it comes yeah. out too. Yeah. I'll, I'll get on. I'll, I'll get online for the campaign for that one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like I mean, I feel like that's is that doesn't and that's how it's, at, at some point it gets kind of laughable, right? Because you would feel like, oh shit, you know, Forrest Whitaker, Johnny Depp, that's a sure thing. Yeah. That's gonna come oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, and then a month before the theatrical release, I'm like, oh shit, it's <laughs> not. Um, Ugh. That, and it's it's almost like funny. It's like, oh, well, you know, God damn it. Such is life. <laughs> like yeah. It's, yeah. But, you know, but then again, then you, you get surprised and shit doesn't want 80. And, and, you know, yeah, you never know what's coming down the pipeline. I feel you, man. Well, Chris, we really appreciate you taking the time, man, and talking to us. I appreciate uh, you, you, man. Yeah, dude. Why don't Why don't you tell people where they can like find your website and follow you on social media and all that kind of good stuff? It's super, super easy. Everything that you can possibly find me on is just Chris J Alex. I'm on IG. I'm on uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm I'm mostly active on IG, and then 
If you check me out on YouTube, it's I do something called bootleg cereal. But just type in my name, it's Chris J. Alex. It's it's spelled Jai, but it's pronounced J. You can find me on everything. Um, I I I reply to everybody as much as I can. So if you have any questions, you want to know what I'm um, what I'm working on that I can't talk about, or if you have questions about like voiceover or some shit like that. Holla at your big homie. I, I definitely <laughs> will give you some tidbits and information. And if your friend has questions, he can ask me too because I think yeah, we're all this together and there's enough yeah. work for everybody. Yep. For sure, yeah. And he will yes, reply, uh, whoever's listening, uh, he will reply because he replied to me. <laughs> yeah. well, we, True story. Mutual friends. We followed each other, man. So Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That was awesome. Game well, recognized uh, Caleb, game. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caleb, why don't you tell people where they can follow you and like all your work at the Cinematropolis? Oh, yeah. Well, of course, you can find uh, me over at the Cinematropolis or a website dedicated to thoughtful conversations on film, really trying to break down like what are the big ideas going on in film. We have, uh, of course, written essays we have coming out every week, as well as our monthly podcast, The Cinematic Schematic. Uh, we actually uh, have a really cool interview series we're going to be rolling out in the next month talking to uh, musicians with Alexandra Bohannon, who you had on, on a recent episode. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of really exciting things over there uh, going on. You can, of course, hit me up on Twitter at C Masters Talk. That's letter C Masters Talk. And I think we're good to go. All right. And as always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can listen to us on Google Play, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. So thanks again, Chris. Uh, Thank you so. Yeah. Peace, peace. Peace, peace.